and welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real, talking about the latest and greatest in video game news reviews and releases. I'm your host, Richard, and with me this week, he's coming in thick and fast as Lawrence. Hello! Here he is. How are you doing yes. today? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. We're very good. How has things been over the last week? Uh, it's been busy. Not just in the gaming industry, but in my personal life. It's been very busy. It's been a busy but boy. But we're here. Yes. We're here. And that's the main thing. What about yourself? Uh, it has been busy, but we're here. We're here. And that's... <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> are you taking my bloody... Are you, uh, you better uh, not be taking my phrases. you taking my phrases. Uh, um, you taking my phrases. Um, <laughs> there we go. We've revitalised that in joke. That's it now. <laughs> we're in May. It's another month of the year goes by. Uh, um, wait, that means we can't sing this song anymore. No, you can't. No. Wake me up when September ends. You can't sing that no, one. No, no, no. Sing that. Yeah, just can't sing. It's gonna be May. Well. Because we're in May. We there you go. You can't, can't sing it anymore. It's not gonna be May. It is May. No, it is May. Oh. <laughs> um, well, shit. Well, just before May happened, Lawrence, we had the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe that did actually end up coming out. I do have some news about that, actually. Go for it. Uh, the developers have highlighted its new Ultra Deluxe accessibility options. What do they include? Uh, if you're playing with a mouse, you can enable one-hand walking and auto-walking by pressing both left and right mouse buttons. You can play through most of the game with one hand. We call this coffee mode internally. I like it. Um, there's a moment in a game where you're choosing between red and blue doors. Certain vision impairments make it diff- difficult to distinguish these colours. So we added a toggle that adds unmistakable text to the doors. I love that. That is fantastic. Just that is the good stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Yes. More of this. Um, More accessibility for all. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, what else yes. has come out? Uh, did we speak about Nintendo Switch Sports? Has come out. It's out now. We we did know it came out, but it, I mean, I've not played it. No. I don't know if you've played it. No, but there are some good deals on it. You can get it for around thirty Great British pounds. I, I do know people sources. have been destroying their TV because of it, again. That did happen. Uh, Twitch streamer so didn't, uh, wasn't wearing the wrist strap, Lawrence. It's his own bloody fault, Lawrence. He should have been wearing the wrist strap. For yeah. God's sake, wear your wrist strap. There's a game called Citizen Sleeper that's come out um, today, as of recording. That looks quite interesting. It's got 82 on Xbox, 83 on PC. So it's a better, uh, oh. it's a better PC game, I'll have you know. Very <laughs> it nice. It is an action-adventure game made by yeah. a developer called Jump Over the Age. Jump um, Over the Age. Reviews from Destructoid uh, include The eye isn't perfect, and in the end, it wasn't my home. But this is the place where I discovered a different one. Citizen Sleeper elicits feelings like that incredibly well while providing a practical catered experience that will stick with me long after my departure from Erlid's Eye. There you go. That's oh. Oh, okay. That tells you almost nothing about the game. Tells me not, no, I, I will admit, I zoned out there for a good, for a five good minute. minutes. Okay, the summary of the game. Live the life of an escaped worker washed up on the lawless station at the edge of an interstellar society. Inspired by the flexibility and freedom of tabletop RPGs, explore the station, choose your friends, escape your past and change the future. There you go. There's a little synopsis for cool. you there. How's that? Cool. Do you like that? I like it. Did you like I that? I like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Trek to Yomi, 
another game that oh uh, yes that, that had a bit of a that that was shown off at the Sony State of Play. Right, it's come out on pretty much all platforms, I think. Um, yeah, it's even on Game Pass. Right, it's a action adventure as well. The summary is as a samurai game, I believe. Yeah, as a vow to his dying master, the young swordsman Hiroki is sworn to protect his town and the people he loves against all threats. Faced with tragedy and bound to duty, the lone samurai must voyage beyond life and death to confront himself and decide his path forward. There's a lot of paths going on this week, a lot of pathfinding going on. A lot of pathfinding. Um, I've been walking too much, I don't want to walk on any more paths. Warhammer had a PC game out as well. Um, Chaos Gate, Demon Hunters, Diamond Hunters. Diamond Hunters. But enough about what came out this week, Lawrence. What have you been playing this week? I've been playing some games, funnily enough. I can't believe that. I know. That's Shocking, amazing. So what have we been playing? Disgusting. I've been playing... Um, I played a game of Fortnite, one. Just one singular game of Fortnite. Right. That's all we had time for. And, and, for, um, and, that's, and that's relevant because... That's relevant because be- they, they brought in the Star Wars stuff for May the 4th and they've been... Uh, they've teased... Master Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, which we think is going to be a game in uh, in Fortnite. And yeah, we think we, th- we think he's going to be he's going to be skin, and I am going to buy him. It would be nice because if he is a skin in Fortnite, then he also uh, probably will get his lightsaber, which is something that Fortnite yes. players have never been able to have as a harvester item. You've been able to find lightsabers and wield lightsabers, but you've never been able to. I hope, I hope they keep the lightsabers in this time because it's been a lot of fun. Current uh, harvester items in the Star Wars universe include uh, the baton from uh, that the stormtroopers used. You oh, know the, the fight the between traitor. yeah the traitor guy and also Ray's staff and I think oh. the sickle from um, the the lady bounty hunter. I forgot her name. Oh, Fennec Shan. Fennec Shan, her scythe or something like that. So mm. we've had those previously, but future ones. They're indicate. on the store right now. To, to buy to rebuy for May fourth, brilliant. Um, but I will be, I will be purchasing Obi Wan Kenobi. That's that's that's, that's given. Uh, what else have I played? Oh, I've been playing Lord of the Rings Online. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For a very good reason, it's because it's its fifteenth anniversary. Okay, um, of the game. And between yeah, been of the game between uh. Like, the end of April until May 12th. Okay. If you log in, even with a new account, if you log in, they will give you all the quest packs, all the expansions up until the latest one, and a load of other goodies for free. So this is a huge ramp for them to try and get people back into Lord of the Rings Online. Do you think... Basically, you could play from level 0 to level 95 completely for free. Do you think they have... you um, You earn points so you can buy more stuff. Right, okay, yeah, so you can earn... So do the points, is it like in-game items and... Yeah, in-game items, you can buy expansions with them. Right. Everything like that. And there's there's so much content, like... Okay. Even, like, I'm in the starting zone, like, the, I've been playing through, but I've also been doing... They've got, like, this thing called Deed System, where if you kill, like, a certain amount of enemies, or you do a certain amount of quests, or you explore the world, you get um certain amount of XP certain amount of reputation and you also get like five what they call lotro points which is where you can use those in the cash shop to get premium stuff so if you do enough for them you can build up and buy an expansion 
Right. Okay. And there's like, like eight, nine, ten, maybe like probably more in every single bit of the world. Okay. And there is a lot of the world. Yes, and um, also, do you think they have a threshold? Of which, if they get a new influx of players, how many before they know that it's going to be worth still like investing in? Or you think they're trying to look for a player base at this point because because it's such an old game? No, actually, actually, no, because the player base is still very, 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 very strong. Surprisingly, there's that there's that little edge of the community which no one looks towards, which is just lotro players, and they're very, very loyal to the game. Yeah, um, they should and introduce quite, um, quite a big player base. Lot lottery tickets, Lot- lottery tickets, lottery tickets. It's an in-game currency. Okay, so Lord of the Rings. I should online. slap you for it, but I'm not going to. No. Um, well, to put put into metrics, uh, over the last seven days, Lotro has had. Uh, actually, let's go for the last six months. For the last six months, they've had around about, on average, two thousand players a day, uh, just on Steam. I mean. That's not too bad, considering they, in terms of MMO, they're not in yeah. the higher, like, well-known... For for this kind of a franchise, they're not as well-known yeah. as Moonlight, Warcraft, and they're, they're or They're going to be doing uh, a graphical update next year, which will probably draw in a lot more players in. Right. Because a lot of players' complaints is, oh, it looks old. Yeah. So when the graphical update goes up, da, 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 a lot of players will probably waltz back in. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. It's been a nice, uh, nice thing to just kind of because there's so much to it. You just kind of, you know, grabbing hold of it and sinking your teeth into it and just you know playing it here and there and just advancing. Awesome. So, did you play anything else this week? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. Very good. Um, I'm trying to think what I played this week, um, but but I feel I feel like I've not really done that much. I was going to play Elden Ring multiple times and ended up not. I played some. I played like three games of Dota. Um, we played Nuka Penna. We did play Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Got to get that SEO in there somewhere. I don't think that'll. I don't think there's any SEO no. going on in our voice. But Capenna, <laughs> Magic the <laughs> Gathering, Fortnite. Very good. Moon Knight. Yeah, how, so how many SEOs can we throw in there? We um we did play some Nuka Penna. The new the new co- Commander cards. They were all right. Mm. I thought they were good fun. They were. A lot yeah, of interesting uh, interactions. We only got one game in, yeah. so we'll have to play some more. Yeah. I did play on... Oh, I played some Mario Kart on the Switch. Oh. Uh, it's a good time. Still a good time. It's Mario Kart. Played a bit Mario of um, Super Mario Maker. I just played a few levels. And the community is mm. still very strong on that game. So you can always find and jump in and find some new stuff. But um, I, to be fair, I actually was listening to something this week. Oh. Was listening to Reggie Fizeme's new book, Lawrence. Oh yes, out. I mentioned this on Tuesday. You did, and I immediately bought it and uh, went and went ahead and picked up the Reggie Fizeme. Reggie Fizeme is the old uh, president of Nintendo of America, which uh, we can transition into in a minute. But the book is mm. kind of like an autobiography that he reads himself on Audible, uh, or you can obviously buy the book, but I got the I listen to audiobooks. And, um, and yeah, it's really, really nice. It's an autobiography where each, um, each kind of chapter where he's talking about mm-hmm. parts of his life and how he got 
you know, into business, now you grew up and all that stuff. Every chapter's got kind of a, a so what section to it where he'll basically explain why that was important to him and what lessons he learned from certain situations in his life. Um, yeah. It actually starts off pretty pretty sad because he, he talks about um, his friendship with uh, Satoru Iwata and going to uh, see yeah. him and and being his friend and when he learned about the cancer and, and everything like that and all the and, and it, but the way he presents it is in such a um in a well respecting way so i i really think if you are interested in nintendo and you are all right with books like books reggie fees and may's autobiography is a, is a great one just to have his perspective on things i haven't finished it just yet but i'm i am deep into the the reggie fees and may book so that's mm. that's good um so that that's basically what I've done more in the gaming uh, side of things. So we can transition now from here into the news where Reggie Fils-Aimé into the news is weighing in on new controversial Nintendo news, Lawrence. Oh, about uh, the union issues that Nintendo are having at the moment. Oh, so Nintendo of America seem to be having a problem. Where <laughs> you could say that again. <laughs> and, okay, so this is first of all preface this with it. This is all what me as just an individual has read online and heard about online. It's all alleged. It's not. It's not all factual at this point. So the 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 rumors are that Nintendo have two mm. separate buildings in America for Nintendo of America. And they have full-time employees in one and they have contractors, kind of not fully employed people in another working for Nintendo. And they are, uh, I don't really want to say this word, but they are kind of segregated by oh, no. by like badges or bands. There's like a red band or a badge and a, and a blue um, one. Um, I thought he said badges. Badges, red badges, blue badges. Oh, I can't remember if it's a badge badges. or a band or like a wristband. But um, better not get those badgers involved. Fair not, no. But no essentially, way. the um, what's happening is is the the contracted people who work inside of a different building than the full time Nintendo employees are having a really bad time and they're finally trying to stick up for themselves is, is the story they aren't allowed in certain areas that full time employees are they don't get the same benefits they don't get the same treatment they don't get the same kind of lunch like cafe experience or whatever you know down to the bare minimum stuff made to work a lot harder you know they're asked to work longer hours and whatever and this is all under the idea that you know because they're contractors well if they don't want to work for nintendo then nintendo mm. will just replace them it's up to them to to work there you know it's kind of like it's kind of like you know if you are desperate for a job in the gaming industry and you have the opportunity to work for nintendo you're not going to say no are you you're going to say i want to work no. for nintendo it's amazing but yeah. but your way in is is in a contracted position and and apparently, since um, since Reggie's left, and since the passing of Satoru Iwata, the mm-hmm. the culture inside of Nintendo of America has changed, and it's gotten much more like there's no longer an opportunity for contracted workers to 
to move up in Nintendo and move into full time and there's opportunities they're not going to get because Nintendo would rather just, you know, them leave when they want and hire new people than than pass pass people through from contracted to full time status. And so the mm. there's news about that. Um so they've gone um apparently there is a a complaint filed with the National Labor Relations Board regarding Nintendo staffer claims that their rights to unionize were violated. Oh, no. They're doing an Activision. Yeah. Um, and then Reggie fils has chimed in, um, who he used to run Nintendo of America. Um, Washington Post asked him for his thoughts, and Reggie mentioned that this isn't the Nintendo that he left since while he was there. Contractors Ooh, were given opportunities to... Uh, attend meetings and events, plus bi-monthly and quarterly lunches that they could opt in for. Oof. And since Reggie's left, he's saying that's that's changed, essentially. What a scathe, scathing comment. I mean, we, we do have to take in mind, this was not predetermined, but this is definitely on the cards, especially when you hire someone named after one of your famous villains. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they do... The new president of Nintendo of America, his name is Doug Bowser. I'll be really surprised if it's happening with a name like Bowser. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, honestly. Makes sense. I mean, I don't, I mean it's yeah. a, they shot themselves in the foot here. They really did. So is the, is the new Mario movie just going to be a documentary then? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, very, it is. Very good. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> So yeah, in Reggie's full words, this is the quote that he said, I did read that story, and again, at this point, I'm three years removed from being president of Nintendo of America. It's been a while. As I read the stories and I've read the reports, it struck me that this isn't the Nintendo that I left. And what I mean by that is that while I was at Nintendo, we routinely had meetings and events where our associates, that's how we were referred to our contract employees, um they were invited to these events and such. Just as an example, I was famous for doing bi-monthly and quarterly lunches with employees. It was a basic sign-up and associates were invited to sign up for this as much as full-time employees. We didn't make a distinction. The reports I hear really strike me as just not the company I knew. I'll just leave it at that. So this is obviously interesting timing as well because his book's just come out. Yeah. So yeah. that's Nintendo. Maybe we should send maybe we should send Reggie a Mario hat. Maybe he can play Mario instead of Chris Pratt. Maybe. Yeah. He'd certainly um he's, he's coming for Bowser, that's for sure. At this at the end of this interview he had a moment where he was like, Well, that's all I've got time for today. I've got to go back <laughs> to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on my Nintendo three D S. That's the story. <laughs> Nintendo isn't well, the only gaming company in the news this week, is it, Lawrence? No, no, it isn't. I do have. I'm not sure if you've got this news article up because it was only print. Oh, brought out 16 hours ago. Probably not. But New York City, have you heard of it? That's. I definitely have. I've heard of that place. Well, I've been there. New York City is suing Activision Blizzard. <laughs> the, the the city of New York. The city of New York is suing Activision... Well, not suing Activision Blizzard. Well, no, they are suing Activision Blizzard, but they're specifically targeting the CEO, Bobby Kotick. Oh, very good. This one is filed by the New York City Employees Retirement System and Pension Funds representing the city's fire department, police, and teachers. 
Sorry, what? That's I'm confused. So, the lawsuit is filed by the New York City Employees Retirement System and Pension Fund, representing the city's fire department, police, and teachers. Right. Okay. The suit claims that CEO Bobby Kotick was unfit to negotiate a sale of the company to Microsoft oh. and and made the deal in part to escape liability in his role in his role in enabling workplace misconduct and abuse. Mm, so you're so, so he's not suitable to make the deal. Not suitable, not suitable to make the deal. Uh, so it looks like they're basically they're trying to make sure he doesn't get away with anything. Good. We like this. Which is good. This is good. Uh, so this is this is a books and record, records request. It's not filed by the city, but by funds that have investment interest in Activision. Uh, and to be frank, the 98% shareholder approval really harms the, the value is too low slash improperly negotiated argument. This is um, by Hoag Law. I, I know oh, we mentioned him we quite have. a few times. Yes. Uh, it's not nothing... Well, compared to everything else Activision and Microsoft have going on, it's pretty damn close. So, damn. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like much, but it it's just it's another thing on the fire. Um, apparently, there might there might be some highly suspicious trades stand to deliver the three Kotick affiliates a windfall of more than a hundred million. So maybe there's some insider trading going on, which. Would not look good. No, that would not look, look good at all. That would look pretty, um, pretty awful. I think so. But no, it wouldn't look good. Not, it wouldn't look good on. Uh, it wouldn't look good on Kotick and his affiliates, rather than look, looking bad in Activision. Yeah, so, agreed. Maybe that's good news that Kotick is not getting away with it. I feel like um, I feel like Bobby is um, he's in for a world of pain. If if we if 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 all of the lawsuits building up on Bobby Kotick were. We're a Magic the Gathering game, Lawrence. You could say that one's gone on the stack. (laughs) (laughs) You could say that's a river's rebuke. (laughs) Just directed at Bobby. Just directed at Bobby on his finances. So um, we, speaking of Activision, Blizzard, we had, we had, all right, yeah, oh Jesus, that gets you going, doesn't it? I'm I'm very gassy, sorry, I'm drinking pop. Have you have you tried to drink a whole bottle of Sprite without burping yet? That's the that's the no. That's the TikTok I, trend. I can try. Uh, we'll see. It's a liter bottle. No, it's got to be a regular bottle. <laughs> You'll die if you did a liter bottle. Lawrence. <laughs> I guarantee you won't I don't make know. it. I, I guarantee you won't make it. I don't. I don't really want to watch Doctor Strange with that while feeling like I'm gonna implode. With Honestly, either one end or the other. You, I'll have to hold you with a rope attached to <laughs> to you like a balloon, so you can't fly away. <laughs> no, it's helium. Yeah, it's helium. That won't work. Helium or not, you'd be definitely inflated. Um, oh. Anyway, speaking of Activision Blizzard, yes, we had a, a new Call of Duty reveal. We had a new Call of Duty reveal within the last week. They revealed the logo of their new oh, game, yes. Modern Warfare 2. No, this is not, not, not 2011, whatever it, was. whatever it was, Modern Warfare. What was it? Modern Warfare know. 2, when was uh, I don't know. It was 2009. 2009. That, that's even worse. I can't believe it. It was not <laughs> 2009's Modern Warfare 2, nor was it the 2000 and 
15, 14 re-release, the remaster of Modern Warfare One on no, PS3. That, 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 that was twenty. That was like twenty. Well, the, the re-release was the remaster was like twenty twenty or something like that. No, it wasn't. I was. I still worked at Game when it came out. I think. What the remaster? The the Modern Warfare like, remaster on PS3. We're talking PS3. Uh, PS3. There was a Modern Warfare. I don't think there was a Modern Warfare remaster on the PS3. Uh, oh, actually, there might have been because it was on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, the original Modern Warfare. There you go. T- 2016. Oh, 16. But the Modern Warfare. The Modern Warfare 2 remaster. Oh right. Well, I didn't. Was, I didn't work a game in 2016. So no, no I was. I was out no, by then. No, no. But anyway... Because you could get ghosts on, on the OG ghosts on Modern Warfare. Anyway. Right, anyway. Yes, on. Modern Warfare 2. Uh, they've actually said that the, the reveal trailer is dropping June 2nd, according to rumours. Oh. Um, the rumours are also saying that it's going to be PS5 at 1440p. So, oh. And that's going to be the world reveal trailer of Modern Warfare 2. The, the worst decision in branding history. Speaking of uh, this as well, while we're on the subject, Activision Are we sure Blizzard... Are we sure it's not just Modern 2 Warfare? Modern 2 Warfare. Yeah, because the two's in the middle. Yeah, That's Modern true. 2 Warfare. Be. It could well be. The logo is just an M, a W, but you can imagine the edges of the, the left edge of the W and the right edge of the M as, the, as green twos, indicating the Roman numeral for two. Yeah. Um, but uh, Activision also has know. said that Call of Duty Vanguard's World War II setting was partly to blame for the game's failure. Yeah, it did not meet expectations due to their own execution, apparently. Their own, the key word is their own execution. Their own execution. Yeah. Yes. That's it right there. I, listen, World War II has done plenty fine in Call of Duty's history. Some of the best, biggest, largest, bestest, biggest games in Call of Duty's history. I mean, it started in World War II. That's it, and it'll end there as well. I, I swear. It, it, it ended. It, it ended when Call of Duty Two came out, and it was a really good World War Two setting, and everyone liked it. And that's where it should have stayed. Yeah, leave it. Give it. Give it back to Battlefield because they need something. Christ, Battlefield needs something. Well, they're getting something, Lawrence, because they they Are might they? be coming to Game Pass. Well. You say you get. They say they're getting something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a handout if I ever heard one. Oh, that is a handout. A handout. You know, they, I think they should be paying Game Pass. They should. <laughs> they should probably be paying Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, well, so Xbox and Bethesda have got a game showcase coming up. Speaking of which. Oh yeah. Have you seen how seamlessly we've been transitioning between news we articles have. this episode? We're doing very well, well Lawrence, this week. Well, I do I do have something on Battlefield twenty forty two, oh, which is gonna make you laugh. So you've you've stifled my transition. I've stifled now I'm that we've brought you. it up. You're, you're doing you're it. doing too well. You're you've, doing too well. You're putting me down, right. Fine. I am. Battlefield, go well, on. Battlefield players, they are that desperate, they're excited about the colour blue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. They're excited about the colour blue. Who isn't? On what day of the week? Mainly because it's a weapon skin which actually looks decent. Shockingly oh, okay. enough. Okay. Oh my god, that doesn't look decent. That looks like a Nerf gun. Wow. That doesn't really surprise me anymore. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Back to Bethesda and Xbox. They've got a game yep. showcase coming up. It's going to be Ooh. happening Sunday 12th Ooh. Ooh. of June. Oh. So you've still got to wait another... Still got to wait. Yeah. That's another literal month, yeah. However, 
there is um there's no confirmed runtime but they uh they're saying that its summer showcases typically contain 90 minutes of content 90 minutes 90 minutes and what you is better that? have some elder scrolls in there what was well, it that you were saying the other day you, you were saying something about um oh, we all have starfield they'll obviously have Starfield. the whole the whole branding is in space lawrence they're all for the show yeah, but what, yeah, what were you so. saying the other day about the um the different kind of games we're gonna how many games we were gonna see in there you mentioned oh yes day. apparently there was a leak that uh this summer every xbox partner and or studio has something to show right and that's how you fit idiot that's how you get 90 minutes that's how that's you do how it. You get, well, well, that, well, nine minutes might just be Bethesda because we've got the other studios to look at as well. Oh, um, because you, because it's going to be everything now. They have yeah playground yeah. games like, and they've got Forza Motorsport and Fortnite and Fable. they've got like all the other games coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, other businessy related uh, news: Square Enix. Yes. Square Enix. They sold their entire Western division. Do you know why? Well, who did they sell it to, first of all? Um, they sold it to... Let me just take a look. I do have an Elon article Musk. Somewhere. That's where they sold it to. They sold, sold it to Embracer Group. Embracer Group? What do Embracer Group do? Yeah. Embracer no Group. I'm Googling it. Uh, Embracer Group is the, is the parent company of business developing and publishing PC, console, mobile, and board games. Yes, they're going to acquire uh, IDOS, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal, which means that Embracer Group... Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Avengers, all of them. Yeah, that is is the... Oh, they're the guys that bought THQ Nordic and Gearbox... You could say they're starting to get a little bit of a monopoly on this situation here. Yeah. But do you know why Square Enix sold those companies? No. Why? Why did they do it? Well, uh, this is between Marvel Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy games alone, it lost the company 200 million US dollars. Right. Okay. That's a lot to lose. That's why they sold them. Yeah, but... Because they're liability. Yeah, but the Square Enix, they've got... And I'm like you know, well, that that's that's just Crystal Dynamics and Idos Montreal. There's also the Tomb Raider series you got to count as well, which didn't sell well. All their all their like from that side, none of their games sold well. They have quite a lot of IPs though here. I mean, the Gex, for instance, Embracer yeah. Group will now own uh, Gex. They better bring, better bring back Gex again. That, that would I'll be, be if you want to get out. This is the problem, you see. They, they went and made too many Tomb Raider games and made zero Gex games. Yeah, made, and they made zero, like they made two, they made an Avenger game, which wasn't meant to be a multiplayer game, but made it multiplayer and failed. Yeah, and they also have Thief, and they have Deus Thief, Ex. Christ. Oh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex, Deus Ex. Yeah. Deus Ex. Why do they say Deus Ex? There, which... Deus Ex, that's uh, Deus Ex, that is. Deus Ex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the Jesus. horde. I don't know what that is. Project Snowblind. No, Basically, some is failed, some failed titles. But there you go. Some failed titles. Speaking about companies getting taken over, Ubisoft owners may partner with an equity firm to avoid a takeover. Oh, but who's and and the rumor running around was that Sony was meant to acquire 
Square Enix in its entirety. Right. So many takeover talks have been happening of very big, big companies. Yes, it's just that big pass around of, of studios is. at the it's moment. It's past the parcel. It's past the parcel, and Xbox is going to end with all of them anyway. It is. The music's going to stop, buy out Sony. and the Game Pass is going to just be like, oh, guess it's me again. Yep. Well, speaking of the very uh, <laughs> hypothetical situations. Okay. According to a very well-known leaker and a very very well-attached to the industry, we could be getting The Legend of Zelda, Wind Raker, and Twilight Princess double pack in October this year. Thank goodness. We could be getting Which something. Which would be a great birthday present. It would be. It, some would may be. say that birthday presents say. would be bought if this was the situation. It would. I hope that they would do like a limited edition of this as well if they did it. Like, I know it's already mm. kind of limited, but it would be nice if it was... And why would they only choose two, though? That's the other thing. Is Why would they only go ahead and put Wind Waker and Twilight Princess? Why would they not do... They, they, they were already on Wii U ports, so they're dead easy to move over. But haven't every, pretty much every other game been, Zelda not, game not, been on, the, not, on the Wii port? Not the 3DS stuff, not any other DS stuff. That's true. And that's also quite they've sad. Al- they've, also, they've already got Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask on the Switch, which yeah. was ported to the Wii U. So yeah. if it's on the Wii U, it'll come to Switch. It's um, a bit sad because I'm I'm desperate to have a link between worlds, and that's one of the games that that personally for me was 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 one of my favourite Zelda games, and I think it deserves better than it than it than it had on the 3DS. I mean, let's face it, Zelda deserves better in general. Yeah, isn't that mad? Isn't it crazy that we're sat here going, "Hey, uh, you know that Zelda game." <laughs> I think, I think Nintendo should be giving it a bit more love than... Uh, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin has even declared uh, recently that Breath of the Wild uh, is the best Zelda game. And that's Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. Yeah, but... But, but yeah. if someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin can say... Can come out and say something very specific about the Legend of Zelda franchise, it tells you how important... The Legend of Zelda franchise is to a lot of people around the world, Lawrence. More Including Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's more important to Stone Cold Steve Austin than it is to Nintendo at this moment. Get Stone Cold Steve Austin his double pack, goddammit. Yeah, get him his double pack. Get before him his triple su- pack. Before he suplexes bloody Miyamoto through the floor. Yes. So uh, we need more... Give him the chair. We need more Zelda. You know, we don't... Need, we need why, more why are they spending time doing these ugly looking xboxes Movies. no they're making new xboxes at, at xbox they're making new xboxes at xbox they're making ugly xboxes at xbox is this the, the doctor strange sweepstakes yeah yeah it's terrible isn't it yeah but why yeah. why why do people why are game companies doing this um just silly things putting time and resources into silly things like this at this point silly things yeah well speaking of silly things I'm glad you brought this up yeah. because because you're they, uh, uh, yeah you're I am a silly him. thing I am a silly thing Blizzard they announced the new mobile game oh okay yeah in the World of Warcraft franchise oh new and World of Warcraft what? mobile game it, it didn't piss off people and I'm I'm kind of intrigued is it free to play or is it a subscription based mobile it is game? free to play it is free to play. <laughs> right okay not the it's not the MMO in, mo- in mobile form. It's called Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Okay. And it's kind of like a top-down 
uh, RTS tower takeover kind of thing. Okay, okay. And it's got like dungeons and raids, and you can play co-op. You can do PvP. You can play solo. It, it looks uh, all right, it, it, you know, from what we've seen, because it's not out yet. But yeah, it didn't piss people off, which is great. But speaking of pissing people off, remember <laughs> Blizzard Immortal? I'm oh, not Blizzard Immortal. Diablo Immortal. Diablo Blizzard Immortal. Diablo Blizzard. Blizzard Diablo I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, but I've just remembered, so I'm going to say it again. Okay. It's coming to PC. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. Wait. What? What was this on originally? Do you remember the line? Oh yeah, I did mention this last week because I said, "Don't you guys have phones?" Oh yeah. So okay. that game. That game's on PC. Anyway. Right. Okay. Anyway. So more uh, mobile I'm, games I'm kind of glad I've moved to mobile games because you know Genshin Impacts, right? Yes, I do, yes. Well, the 2.7 update is indefinitely delayed. Indefinitely delayed? Indefinitely delayed. Okay, why? Because Shanghai has apparently got lockdowns. The virus creeping in. The virus. The C-virus. Yeah. Shanghai, Shanghai's got lo- and still lockdown. Well, it definitely for a lockdown is not forever because you know lockdowns nah. lockdowns have to open at some point. And it's true, and I've got a perfect escape for them. What's that? Morrowind can now be played in multiplayer and in VR. My good, this is a hot headline section if I've ever seen bang, one. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, apparently Morrowind is twenty years old. God, it's scary because I remember playing that. Yeah. Um, Multiplayer Morrowind tool has been updated to merge it with OpenMWVR. Okay. Which now you can play with your friends in VR in Morrowind, even if you don't have a VR headset. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's like, just just to basically give everyone a kind of grasp of how old this game is, Mm -hmm. it it came out on the original Xbox. Right. It was released in 2002. Right. Some people are 18 and never played Morrowind. That is a bit scary, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the open source Morrowind engine uh, that is allowing people to add more mods to make it better, and now we have a multiplayer and VR mod, which is rather Very, very good. Do you think you'd be stepping into the world of Morrowind for some... Possibly, depending is on the, how hard it is to set up. Is the game good enough? That's the question I mean, on everyone's... It, it's Morrowind. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, if it's nostalgic, but, but... If we didn't get Morrowind and didn't sell as well, we wouldn't have gotten Oblivion. If that didn't sell as well, we wouldn't have gotten Skyrim. If yeah, we didn't but, get Skyrim, we wouldn't have gotten Elder Scrolls. So it all starts with Morrowind. But, but you have to ask yourself the question, though. In today's world, regardless of nostalgia, if you were to play Morrowind for the first time, would you, in today's standards of games... Would you consider it well, a game worth investing time in and playing? Because a lot of games don't it, hold uh, up anymore to, to time in that way. I th- I think it would purely because of how like it's like it's like Dark Souls level of difficulty, right? So quite hard in VR. It'll be even yeah. Dark Souls in VR would be a f- an interesting one. Dark Souls in VR would be terrifying. Yes, could you imagine walking through a crypt and then suddenly a thing's just attacked you from the side? And I. This seems like the perfect VR candidate, if you ask me. Although in VR, you just basically stick your hand out so you don't get the hitbox of you moving and just start stabbing your sword around the corner. Yeah, you'd do that. 
But speaking of VR, Lawrence, um, yeah, we have some meta news. Oh, is this the meta meta news that we talk about on Tuesday? It was. Um, it was similar, but you might be able to flesh out some of the details here. But they have okay. presented a short video of something they've called Codec Avatars 2.0, which is the latest version oh. of the VR avatars using advanced machine learning techniques. And this goes alongside what we spoke about, which you will probably have the details on, that they're, they're building a new headset, which has cameras oh, around yes, it yeah. and inside of it. And um, this presentation is showing the viewpoints of all of those cameras, so the eyes and um, yeah. the ones around someone's mouth, and then how they've been mapped onto an actual avatar and that guy then just talking as if he's a VR avatar, but it looks like him as if he didn't have a helmet on at the time. Could you imagine what, what this will do for budget budget animators? Well, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because instead of getting like a, a rig for your face, like, um, you know, oh, putting all the dots really, yeah. on and doing the motion capture mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, you the just mo- wear the headset and it would translate direct. I think if you were doing motion capture, you'd still probably be buying a mocap suit for the rest of it. Yeah, for, for the body, but for the face, you could literally build the world in VR. Like you could have the world blocked out on VR and the actors can react to the world yeah. and do better performance. Yeah, and I will say that um, the, the footage that you, that you can see um, is very good. It's very convincing. It is nice. Mm. It's good footage. Um uh, I'll send you the link so you can see it, Lawrence. But um, okay. for the viewers at home, it, it it does look as if this guy is is in a in a video game world. He's not wearing the the VR headset, but you can see how his eyes in real in the real world are moving, and then how his avatar's oh eyes are realistically blinking, and is 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 retinas moving around, and and all that stuff. So it's that is terrifying yeah it's could well like i i know that they're trying to make make it so they can map your face yeah real time as well that's what so that is that's insane that is what that is apparently though it's on it's going to cost at least 800 us dollars mm-hmm. so but, when but from lo- looking at it I'd, I'd pay it yeah i, I would pay it if, if it, it like that because christ on a bike i mean going back to the mocap idea if you're going to spend eight hundred dollars on just the face i mean if you could get a vr uh, not vr a mocap suit that that did all of that anyway in one go would you really then go and spend the 800 extra well just for... i imagine for companies they'd get a discount because bulk buy but if it's for development like like for, say video games i say last of us part three first game that came into my head you know they, they they use a lot of cinematic heavy stuff. Mm. With that, with Unreal Engine being able to make scenes so quickly, they would be able to utilize that so much more better. Like, yeah, and they would help the actors immerse it in a better way. Yeah, and while while recording, like they they wouldn't even have to take like they would have to build the model, and then they'd be able to use it in the world, and then that would automatically rig it and it would just record the animations and then play it back yeah and it would look like the person you know this is the it, it would be so much faster as well yeah this stuff is looking maybe it would be better 
you know, especially with the mouth as well. If you look at like he opens yeah. his mouth and his jaw, you know, and you can see his teeth and his teeth that, you know, that level of detail is obviously it's, taking a lot of effort to put together. But if you could do that and you were doing that for video games, the actor's performance for your video game would be so much more realistic. You know, each eyebrow is moving independently of, yeah, of each other. It, it, it's not just the mouth, but it's the whole face structure of like, this is a person talking like you know see the cheeks moving back with every like every every word the, the eyes are kind of moving around there's some rapid blinking it's like seeing a normal person talk yeah but you can tell it's not because of the way the lighting is yeah it, that is wow <laughs> it's, it's it's looking interesting that is insane well, what were you saying about the headsets not um being around for for a while yet um yeah there's a bit of the meta plans to release them in 23 and 24 um oh that's the quest headsets okay the uh do, 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 do. so there's there's meant to be four headsets which uh two headsets focused on work and productivity so project cambria and funstone okay and the two versions of the quest headset project stinson and cardiff uh project cambria which is for the work stuff is what we what we're seeing um do, 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 do. the basically the employees inside meta have been referring to this headset as a laptop for the face right. um it's gonna have a larger battery pack in the back and designed to be more comfortable to wear over long periods very good um It'll be an updated version of the Cambria... Oh, the Funstone will be an updated version of the Cambria due in 24. So Project Cambria is due out this September. This September uh, is quite soon. This September. Yeah, so like, could, could, like in the next five, ten years, when this is more accessible, I think nearly every company will be using it. Possibly. I think that the technology is there for that, is... for that mocap cinematic performance type stuff. And if they can blend yeah. that with mocap, it would just be even more incredible. Apparently, like you, like there's a way that Cambria has an outward-facing camera capable of color, full color pass-through, so users can see their surrounding in real time. And the headset OS can implement various oh. virtual overlays depending on the app. But doing it's the rest be a of big their, setup, doing the rest they, of their acting, um, I didn't even didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't even consider the fact that if you were trying to act with a VR headset on, you're going to need to see the other people. Not only that, mm. think of how this could work in the medical field. You'd yeah. be able to see overlays of, of, of everything. It's basically like wearing an Iron Man helmet with all the hood and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, that, that actually, that alone changes the game. The fact that everything else is on there is like, wow. Yeah. Holy hell. Like, that's, that meta are on it. They are real, they're on it a lot more than Oculus, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Oh, dearie me, it's exciting, exciting for the future. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've managed to wrangle out time in this. Because going back to the game news... Okay. The original studio behind Prince of Persia, The Sons of Time... Oh, yeah? ...is now in charge of its remake. Oh, thank God for that. I know, right? That's it's nice. back. Can't uh, be. Need to get on with it, though. working on it. Yeah, it's, they're still working on it. Uh, most recently assigned at a release room window of April 2022... To March 2023. So it's sometime between now and next year. So it'll be next year then, all things considered. If you consider yeah, that they're going to just need, they're just going to need stuff to be done. Yeah. Uh, speaking Tell you of... what we haven't talked about. Oh, go on. Go on. Oh my God. We've both got stories. We've both got stories. No, this go is, on. there's too much excitement. There's too much news. 
You go first. All right. Well, what the day before, currently, Steam's most wishlist game, the name of the game is the day before, is switching to Unreal Engine 5, but it's being delayed Ooh. until March 2023 because of this. So they've decided mm. to switch game engines. Um, and this game is what they're saying. IGN is saying it is the most uh, wishlist game on Steam at this point in time. It's a uh, open world survival MMO mm. uh, called The Day Before. And it's it, there. The developer is uh, it, it's fantastic without the A in the in the fan and then it's published by mm. my toner they said millions of people have added the day before to their wish list uh making it one of the most anticipated games in the world feeling and understanding the great responsibility that we face with enormous gratitude in our hearts we're pleased to announce it's uh switching to the new unreal engine 5 the transition to a more advanced and adapted open worlds engine will make the gameplay of the day before even more fantastic in this regard well, that's... we will inform that the new release date is March first, twenty twenty three. That's fantastic. This is the, I'm glad, I'm gl- the I'm glad most anticipated the... game. On I'm, gl- Steam. I'm glad they're thinking more of how do we want like we want this game to be good, so we'll, we'll and we want it to future proof it. Let's bring it to the the Unreal Engine five. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say we forgot to mention about a certain game which has uh, been recently updated. A game that's been recently... Oh, oh, is this Halo? It is Halo. I was try- Halo I was, uh, Season 2. I was trying to Lone squeeze wolf. this in somewhere. I hadn't found a point yet. So here we go. Oh, Halo. Here we go. Lo- season 2. Wolves. New update. Let us know, Lawrence. What's, the, what's going on in Halo? So, customization it brings two free new armor cores the Halo Infinite players to customize their Spartans, Rakshaha, and Eagle Strike. So these are free... Free armor code, or is this season? Free, you have to buy the cores. season. Or? These are these are free. Free unlocks. Oh, the free uh, available as free unlock in event pass for season two fracture entrenched event. Right, uh, so it's in the event. Yeah, it's in the event. There's two brand two new maps available in season two called Catalyst and Breaker. Catalyst looks like a, well, it's an abandoned forerunner uh, place, kind of similar to Halo Three, Halo Reach. Uh, tight hallways raised catwalks uh and like a light bridge kind of stuff it's all like vertical Mm -hmm. another one uh, the other one breaker is a banished ship breaking yard right uh which looks very looks interesting there is um new ways to play on old and new maps season two arrives with three new modes and a plethora of mode variants king of the hill is back yes for halo land grab is is i think he's also back but uh it's it's a very interesting new mode it's an objection-based arena mode both teams fight for control over three neutral zones players score one point for each successful capture and will trigger intermission after successful capture of all three zones after intermission new neutral zones begin become available to capture first team to score 11 points wins 11 exactly on the dot yes the very round number 11 Last and uh, not least is Last Spartan Standing. Ooh. It sounds like Battle Royale, but it's not. But it sounds like Battle Royale. It does, but it's not. But it's, not. Okay. it's a free-for-all attrition-based game mode. Twelve Spartans spawn individually on Breaker with a predetermined loadout and five respawns. 
All 12 players will fight for survival, accumulating personal scores and power up the progress. That sounds power good. Power up the, their loadout. As the match progresses, players that run out of respawn will be eliminated as the play space encloses until one lone wolf is left standing. After the interference event concludes, the last start in standing... Last start in standing... Last start in standing! <laughs> well... Let's finish. This should be yeah. will remain playable for the entire season and will be expanded to being played on other BTB maps as well. That's cool. It would be nice if this was a game mode you could go into with your friends, but I've got a feeling yeah. that, that that this is too good to be true, and there will be I mean, this. It'll be in custom games. It'll be in custom games. Yeah, but I um, want it to matter with Halo Infinite. I kind of want my progress to matter when it comes to. It does to... matter on, on customs, right? Yeah. Okay. A seasonal story and events. There's uh, something called Interference. It's an event running through uh, all of Season 2. It's uh, about the, the two players, uh, the two new heroes, Battle Scarred veterans Spartan Din and Spartan uh, Eklund arrive at the training facility bearing a dangerous prize and vital information about banished plans. Right. So this seems to be like a, an ongoing story happening. Okay, bit um, late which to start check, one, but... Which you can check on the Halo Waypoint Seasonal Hub. Right. Um, Fracture Entrench is the second Fracture-themed event to come to Halo Infinite. Kicks off on May twenty-fourth. Okay, offers players thirty Eagle Strike-focused rewards, including the Armor Core itself. It's similar to the uh, Tenrai in Season One. Right. Okay. Well, it sounds like they've added a lot, um, but the real question yeah, is: have. Is it enough? I, I do want to I mean, jump in to give it. A... There, there, there's a lot more. There is a lot more they've added to it, which we've not mentioned. Right. It seems like something that that's, might be worth jumping back in and trying again. Yes. Um, it, it won't be Halo. It won't be uh, Fortnite, but it will definitely beat Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yeah, this is something we've spoken about just between ourselves recently, is that Fortnite yeah. just have, right now, like, they have the lockdown on gameplay and, you know, and they, developing and features. They currently just... Ha- they just they've got a system that's worked so well for so long now that yeah that you know people it just just, feels feels nice to play yeah compared to things like warzone which just feels like a ripoff and 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 is bad bad net code sometimes and is not um and i I used to hate fortnite yeah, exactly. And it doesn't, the gameplay doesn't flow as well. Fortnite just flows so well and smooth. And Halo's got a plethora of of their own net, network issues already that they don't seem to have fixed because they've spent their time doing this and also potentially rumoured talking about the next Halo game already in the middle of all this. So, you know, it's um, it'll be worth jumping back in to check it out. Maybe we'll do that and see what see what we think but you know there's so many online games now fighting for your your consistent long-term time it's habit forming time that that companies are trying to get you in on um so it's whether you know it's, it's not that halo isn't fun or it's not a good time it's just like based on what they've done in your experience, is it going to be enough mm-hmm. to keep you coming back? Because you know that playing a live service game like this is going to demand more of your time as it goes. And then potentially, you know, their their plan is to turn that into money. So Halo is still fun, but is it enough? I guess that's what's left to be seen, Lawrence. We will wait and see. I have one piece of news and one one good news. All right. Well, you can wrap uh, this up. Then you what? can wrap up the show. Well, then Lawrence, okay. the whole thing. Oh, wow. Off you go. Here we are. Oh, oh wow. Take it well. away. Oh. Oh. Here he is. Take that spotlight off me. Take it off. Yeah. I don't like it. There yeah. you go. 
So, Japan. You're familiar with Japan. <laughs> I certainly am. Are you? You're familiar with Japan? Yeah. Apparently, researchers in Japan say they've concocted a new method of creating wafers out of diamonds able to store mammoths of data on these actual wafers. We're not, we're not just talking, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, petabytes or zettabytes. Okay. You know, we're, 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 we're talking 25 billion gigabytes. We're oh. talking 25 million one terabyte SSDs on a five centimeter diamond wafer. What? Yes. That is insane. Uh, they're all like it's already used for quantum computers, but they've now made it so it's easier to reproduce and cool. Wow! But diamonds... could this be the next the, the next technology in data storage? It could definitely be. Well, I guess it depends mm. on the speed as well. I'm assuming there's light based. If it's diamond, oh well, the the, the wafers will be commercialized in 2023. Oh my god! So this is like the mm. future of potential. But this is what I'm saying. There's when, we, when it comes to storage. There's yeah. all, there's usually a trade off between the the size and the speed. You know, you've got we had the hard disk, and then there's the SSD, then there's the M.2 uh, SSD, and this is amazing size wise. Well, but there is well, new this, technology this is... that's needed to read and write off of this thing. So a lot of a lot of like servers don't necessarily need fast storage they just need big storage so i'm just interested to, to find out whether this is a yeah. large storage solution in a slower speed capacity or whether it's also going to be lightning fast i think it'll be lightning fast just because that one they already use for quantum computers that allows researchers to read out specific spin of an electron Oh yeah, that needs to be quite quick, actually, Lawrence. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. That needs to be very quick. <laughs> that does need to. And, and, <laughs> that does need and, to. That um, needs a little. I'll tell you something right now, Lawrence. There's a bit of speed necessary uh, in doing something like that. And the, the, they've done a bit of a calculation here. This is on PC Gamer. If anyone wants to go check it out, uh, if you assume there's roughly five fifty thousand games on Steam, and each one is around about eighty gigabytes. Yeah. And you'd look, you'd be looking at around about four petabytes of data required to install the lot. So with a single diamond wafer, yeah, you could save the entire Steam catalog six thousand two hundred and fifty times over. <laughs> and you know what? It still won't be enough to install Call of Duty Warzone oh, on your PC. Oh my god! <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. Oh well, fun times for all, isn't it? It sure is host of the show, Lawrence. Oh, sh- oh sh- yeah. Um, <laughs> to wrap it all up, finally, to wrap it all up for the podcast, make sure to go check out all our socials. Yeah. At, uh, at Get Real Gaming on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I've got any emails. I've got any emails. Um, I'll double check. Really quick follows. host of the show. Double check. Well, you double check that while I finish off with today's good news. People of the 90s, I'm talking to you now. You would all remember Clippy, the animated paperclip from Microsoft Word. Well, the good news is he's back. He is back and kicking bottom. And you know how he's back and kicking bottom? How is that? He's in Halo Infinite. Wait, what? Sorry? He's in Halo Infinite as an icon and you can put him on his gun, on the gun. Oh, okay. Clippy is back. Okay. Which 
personally, I feel is very good news. But how much is Clippy? Considering it was free in Microsoft Word, how but, much? But Clippy? was Microsoft Word free? Uh, I don't know actually. Mm. Clippy Halo Infinite. Mm. Clippy is in Halo Infinite. I'm looking for the price. He's a gun charm. Oh, he's in the. He's in the. Oh. Is he in, is the, he in battle the battle pass? pass? If he's in the battle pass, I'm buying the battle pass. Um, ba, 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 clippy. There's also an unlockable teabag weapon charm. Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Uh, I can't see. He, oh, clip, Clippy is not part of that regular battle pass. So you have to Nor buy is the googly eyed paperclip mascot currently earnable in game. Oh. Senior pro- product manager for Xbox hardware, James Shields, showed off the Clippy cosmetic on Twitter. Showcasing that both the forthcoming Clipster nameplate and Gunchon for Halo Infinite. So right. it's something, it might be in that uh, fracture. Right. This is no one on the Battle Pass. It would be awesome if it was unlockable. It'll be free, it'll be free on the free Battle Pass for, on the uh, fracture, I believe. That's oh, a, okay. A, that's a speculation. Well, that's a, that is a good bit of fun, I'll tell you. That's, that's nice. Mm. Thanks for that, Lawrence. You're welcome. Was, Back to you, host of the show. No, 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 no and um, have a good rest of your week. Next week we will be talking about uh, something. It'll be relevant to what happens within the next seven days. And I, I I know what we're going to be talking about. I can I can predict what we're going to talk about. Okay, go for it. Video game news. Oh my god, he's done it. Well, until we I'm get just... to video game news, because of course we don't re- we rarely talk about video game news, but when we do, it's very rare. Um, it'll be on this show, and it'll probably be next week. So until then, stay safe, have fun, and we'll chat to you next time. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Oh wait, we've got to mention about the sixty-five downloads. Oh yeah, we had like sixty-five yeah, downloads we, last week. We had like we? loads of them. We hope I... you all enjoyed the little trailer that we put up as well. That was yeah. Was, like, congr- oh no, not sixty-five, sixty-two. But congrats to everyone for clicking on this on on the yes, stuff. Congratulations to yourself. Congratulations, like you know, what a team effort to be alive. Amazing, you know, you made our day. Well, me just going, holy hell, on the WhatsApp. <laughs> We're very grateful. We are very grateful. You know, you know what, you know what, all this wafer news has made me think um, that you want wafers waffles. Well, it's true, but it also makes me think of PC Master Race. Oh. Because, I mean, Sony's bringing this stuff to PC, and Xbox is on the stuff on PC. Nintendo is going to go bust, so... (laughs) Reggie for president, question mark? Reggie for US president. Reggie for... Reggie for global president. Global dominance. Global dominance, all, all hail our new Reggie overlord.